In this episode, I want to talk about one of the biggest mistakes that I see many entrepreneurs making. And I think it's about biting off more than they can chew. There's nothing wrong with ambition, but trying to set yourself up to create a business that you simply cannot build on your own without a lot of extra resources makes it a heck of a lot harder to succeed. I'm Larry Cornette, and this is Invincible Solopreneurs. So if you want to follow along, this is issue number 42, Stop Pushing a Boulder Uphill, if you go to newsletter.invinciblesolopreneurs.com. So during my lifetime, and I'm not young, <laughs> I've had thousands of business ideas. I'm not exaggerating. I ran small businesses to earn extra money when I was a kid. I was always starting up little side hustles to get extra money to buy a bike or to buy more candy or to save money for a car. Uh, I've been buying books on business and entrepreneurship since I was a teenager. Even then, in the back of my mind, I knew I would never be happy working for someone else. However, I spent most of my career doing precisely that, (laughs) working for someone else. You know, a lot of us do. For over two decades, I moved from employer to employer. You know, I worked at places like IBM, Apple, a startup called Ridge Technologies, Adaptech, uh, eBay, Yahoo. And I tried to be a good little employee. For the most part, I succeeded. I performed well. I got promoted often. And I climbed the career ladder to executive roles. You know, I was a VP at Yahoo. I was, you know, CEO of my own startup. Uh, But I was always dissatisfied. I never really enjoyed being told what to do. (laughs) I guess it's one of my failings. So I left the corporate world in 2010, it's been a while, and started consulting independently again. You know, I've been a consultant before. Uh, A couple years after that, I founded a startup and I tried to create, quote, a real business, you know, real business with a tech product, with employees, I had investors, I had a board, you know, all the bells and whistles of a grown-up business. And it failed. It failed. Uh, I have a nice quote from J.R.R. Tolkien. is from the ashes a fire shall be woken, a light from the shadows shall spring. And yeah, talk about shadows. I went through a pretty bad depression for a few months after my startup failed. And at the end, I decided I, I just couldn't return to being someone's employee. So I started a new business about seven years ago now. But after the pain of my startup's failure, I vowed not to repeat the same mistakes. 
I would not push another boulder up a hill. So what do I mean by that? Building and operating a new business is already challenging enough. Running a business when you don't have everything you need to be successful is frequently a recipe for disaster. And I'm sure you've seen this happen. How many small businesses and restaurants have you watched launch and operate for a few months, maybe even a few years, but ultimately fail? You know, a lot of small businesses fail. I've watched, I think it's been five restaurants come and go in precisely the same retail space in my small town over the past seven years. They just keep starting up. They run for sometimes less than a year and then they fail and shut down. I often see new business owners and startup founders creating a business that requires much more than they personally can deliver. For example, they need investment. So they're looking for investors or they have to get loans from a bank. They need talent knowledge, skills, and experience that the founder or the business owner lacks. They need an advanced education or credentials the founder or owner doesn't have yet. I've uh, talked to some people like, i got to get an MBA. Um, they need employees to deliver the products or services for the customers they can't do it themselves. They need expensive office space or really expensive retail space. Or they require expensive equipment. So they're pushing this giant boulder up a hill by trying to create a business they can't even begin to operate by themselves. Now, I won't say that companies like that never succeed. Of course they do. Mega corporations abound. You know, we have Ford, we have Coca-Cola, we have Amazon, we have Google, Lots of giant corporations that have lots of employees and expensive space all over the place. So, of course, they can exist and succeed. However, I'm not that type of business owner. I do not want to create a massive company. And I'm not that type of business coach. If your dream is to build a massive corporation that generates billions in revenue, plenty of entrepreneurial resources already exist to support you. They're all over the web. There's tons of that. That's why I didn't bother doing anything in that space. I can't help you with that. Go search the web. You'll find tons of support. Instead, my mission is to help people like you if you're still listening, <laughs> to help people like you break free of the nine to five grind and build a solopreneur lifestyle business to support you or to support you and your loved ones. I love simple businesses that let you focus on enjoying your life instead of just working hard 24 seven. I think we've all had enough of working that hard. And I want to maximize your odds of success. That means eliminating variables and complexity that will make your life harder 
and increase your chances of failure. For example, I remember a conversation with someone who wanted to open a new restaurant. They were really excited about the idea of running a restaurant. And as we talked more about it, I discovered they had zero experience in the restaurant industry. None at all. They had never worked in a restaurant. They had no connections in the industry. They didn't know how to cook for a restaurant. They certainly couldn't be the chef. They wanted to take out a huge loan to build a new restaurant. And at the end of it all, they didn't even know where to begin because they've never had anything to do with the industry. Now, I can't predict the future. I wish I could, but I can't. But I had a pretty good sense of how quickly this business would fail. So instead, I encouraged them to pursue a business idea closer to their existing talents, the strengths they have, their knowledge, their experience. While my tech startup did fail, (laughs) my other three businesses were, and the one I'm running now still is, pretty successful. I've been able to support my family on just my income from them. I'm the sole source of income for my family. Now, I wouldn't say that I'm wealthy, especially after living in Silicon Valley and seeing what wealth is. But we were comfortable. We were happy. We lived a good life. And I've mentioned them before, but I want to talk about those businesses in the context of this article. My first business offered my design services to software companies. And there weren't even web companies back then. Um, It was a bunch of software companies. And I already had 95% of the skills, experience, and equipment needed to succeed. I didn't have to buy any new equipment or software. I already knew how to be a designer. I had the experience of being a designer at IBM and Apple. I had to learn some sales and marketing, so that was new. And that was very much trial by fire. But that was about it. I landed my first client in less than a day. You know, I kind of spun the whole thing up in a day and had a client in a day. And that business doubled my annual income from what I had been earning working for an earlier employer. So I was pretty happy about that. But again, the key was I wasn't pushing a boulder up a hill. I was taking exactly what I had been doing as a designer, as an employee, and transferring that to what I would do as a design consultant. That was it. I used to design for my employer, and now I designed for my clients. Pretty easy transition. I created my second business in about a week. And this was pretty much as a potential side hustle after I quit my corporate job in 2010, because I thought I was going to go back to working for someone. I was going to take the summer off because I hadn't had a vacation in eight years. (laughs) 
So I was going to take the summer off and just vacation with my family and then start looking for my next job. But, um, that was 13 years ago. So I guess I'm not going to get another job. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I started this second business and again, I had about probably 98% of the skills, experience, and connections I needed to succeed. This time, after getting advice from a very wise business owner that I knew, I deliberately avoided kind of building a production job that would require me to create deliverables. So my first business, I was constantly doing design work and had to deliver specifications and design mock-ups and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, this one, I said, no, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. I was basically selling my knowledge as a consultant and advisor. So my knowledge as a product and design executive, you know, leading teams, working in the search industry, uh, working in, in e-commerce. And I worked with a lot of startups. So I immediately landed a part-time client. So it wasn't even full-time, um, with a retained engagement model, which I love. That's a great model if you can do it. And they were paying me like 10 K a month to be on retainer with them. And that was my first client. I got that like really quickly right away. And again, no boulder being pushed up the hill. You know, this was taking what I already knew, tapping into my experience and offering that to clients where I would help them with product strategy and design strategy and how to lead their teams and doing things like being an interim head of product or an interim head of design. It was a straight transition from what I had been doing and what I knew to this business. No loans, no special equipment, no investment, no employees, straight transfer. And then my current business, which is, I guess I would say my third business, um, built that probably in about two weeks after I shut my tech startup down. And I've been running this business for almost seven years now. And this time I would say I had about probably 99% of what I needed to succeed. And I was much more intentional this time, especially after my startup failure. I intentionally designed my solopreneur business to require no employees. I decided, hey, I don't want partners. I don't want employees. It's all on me. You know, I'll work as hard as I need to work, push myself. And if I need to tighten the belt, I can do that when times are tight. And I don't have to worry about continuing to pay myself, you know, a salary. I can, I can go through uh, some of my cushion. It's very different when you have employees. You can't stop paying your employees. And no special equipment, no software. I already have all the stuff I need. You know, I have my laptop and smartphone and everything I need. I don't even need a physical location. You know, I work out of my home office. I mean, I can and I have run this business from anywhere in the world with my phone and laptop. I just did it when I was visiting family in the Midwest. I did it when I was in Maui. I've done it when I've been traveling. I just need an internet connection in my laptop and my phone and I can meet with my clients and we hold Zoom meetings and that's all virtual. It is location independent. 
And that gives me the ultimate freedom to live life on my terms. I can work from where I want. I can work when I want. And it's something I uh, highly recommend for you. You know, I'm always going to be encouraging you to remove constraints. To set yourself up for as much freedom as possible so that you can run your business from anywhere in the world and run it when you want and not be tied down um, to any physical location so you can live wherever you want which is kind of fantastic so unless you have ambitions big ambitions to be the next Amazon or Google I encourage you to be realistic and build a business that you can operate successfully with low risk from day one. Don't try to push a boulder up a hill and set yourself up for failure. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck with building the business of your dreams.